I know is it's in, the number is in the dozens. So in other words, 35 is her best guesstimation. She's like, I figure it's somewhere in the neighborhood of 30, of a few dozen. A few dozen. And she's only 31 years, 30, 31 years old. A few dozen. Do you know what that does to a female psyche? No, no, no. Think about this for a few moments. Do you know what that does to a female psyche? A woman can't have man after man, dude after dude, throw her legs open and parts of her psyche are getting, not getting ripped out. You've turned to a public utility. No amount of counseling, no amount of therapy, no amount of drugs, no amount of pills, no amount of patting you on the back. Man, you can't fix that. Who the hell in here thinks that you can fix a chick who slept with 60 men? Somebody in the chat room, you give me the diamond emoji if you think that you can fix a female who has slept with 60 men by the age of 30. Her psyche has been trampled. Her mental and emotional state has been trashed, man. There's not going to be anything you can do with her. That's it. Her femininity is gone. That's why females who slept with a bunch of guys, they've got nasty, filthy vocabularies. Nasty, filthy, vulgar, pornographic talk. And Brittany Ritter is the epitome of that. Not any feminine behavior. Nothing soft, nothing feminine, nothing like that. Hell no, not after dozens of men have had their way with you early in life. Not at this point here. That's it. You're gone. You're gone. She's sitting there, and the other thing is, I'm going to get into the whole list of it that explains these things. But folks, you think about that for a few moments. After dozens of men done grip your hips, <laughs> you've had dozens of men grip your hips, grab your ponytail, someone be choking you by the neck. I'm, I'm not saying this because I want to be salacious. What I'm trying to tell you is I want you to just understand that for a few moments. It's one thing when you've done them. We're not going to get into specific fetishes or specific sex acts, but y'all know where we going? Come on now. It's one thing if you perform specific sex acts. I'm not talking about the vanilla stuff. I'm talking about the you got to pay extra to get this. It's one thing if you do that with one man. It's another thing when it's just a string of dudes. Everybody just done had their way with you. Grabbed your hair, grabbed your cheeks, grabbed your feet, bent your knees, just all over the damn place. And you 30 years old, there ain't nothing you ain't did. There's nothing you haven't done. 
and you think that you're a whole human being and that you will ever be balanced? Who the hell you fooling? You are broken. There's not going to be anything you can do that. You are broken. 30 years old. She done. She done. But she had to say that number. You know why? Because that number is killing her. Her psyche is broken. That number is murdering her. She can't stand it because she feels like the world can see it and we can. So she's just, she's like a thief. She's like a killer who hears the person that they killed bumping up, up, up under the house. Hey, let me have a little bit. The person's dead, but your guilty conscience is won't let you sleep. Your guilty conscience won't let you go. So that's why she said that because she knows that men uh, ain't really cool on her and they're rejecting her. She knows that now she's trying to figure out, you know, let me go ahead and try to get in front of it. Maybe you can't get in front of three dozen bodies. And those are just the three dozen that you cop to. We all know she was running around with athletes, rappers, and everything, Instagram folks, and everything, everything else. Oh, but we, we know your number is sky high. She came from what, Ohio? Then she went down to Mississippi. She went to Jackson State where the running through got started. Let me go ahead and play that for you all right quick because I went through the torment of listening to that damn thing so that you won't have to. First of all, we're going to start with some emotional imbalance here. I, 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 I'm not going to show any video from it because YouTube dings you for that kind of thing, but here she is talking about when she got to Jackson State. So she went to college. Here she is talking about Jackson State. I'm, I hate school, but I love to learn. <laughs> well, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I am. I am a moxie moron. I am a juicy contradiction. Right. I got to look. Okay. Another thing about mixed chicks, that, that emotional instability is like they're loud, they're gregarious. And, and shout out to the mixed chicks out there and everything. You know, it, it ain't no hate. We accept everybody here. We just got to keep it real tonight, though. Tonight, can we just keep it real one time? Can we just lay it on the bricks and just say, hey, this how he is, okay? This how he is. So let's just say it like this. When I say mixed chicks are crazy, this is what the hell I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking about. So no hate. I'm just saying, can we can we just be honest with ourselves for a minute and just call it what it is? I, I'm, I hate school, but I love to learn. <laughs> well, that's oxymoron. <laughs> well, that's what I am. I am an oxymoron. I am a juicy contradiction. Right. Like, I love how we got away. So you go to Jackson State, it's a culture shock. All of a sudden now you have to click up with the other half, the half that you weren't really necessarily, not because you didn't want to, because you just probably- I wasn't exposed to it, right. yeah. Now, yeah, so he's talking about her being biracial. Now you're being exposed to the other half. So listen to what she has to say about the other half. You felt more comfortable. And so now, how did the girls treat Brittany? Because you think- Talking about the black girls at the school. She's the biracial chick. So how did the black girls treat you? Different. I mean, you you know, you got paper bags in brown. Are you sure we can't have one more shot? 
She's not brown. She is high yellow, sir. She is far from brown. Far from brown. Then she's like, can, can we pour another shot of liquor? And she really does get that. So, yeah, no substance abuse. Folks, mulattoes and substance abuse go hand in hand. It go, it go hand in hand. I'm not beating up on y'all. Can we just lay it on the table for a time? If any fella in here who's dated a mixed chick, you know, mixed chicks and substance abuse go hand in hand. It's just, there it is right. You ain't even gonna ask. They'll tell you where the dope spot is. Sure. Woo! Jesus, how? Um, that's a baby one. But wow, I've never had anyone ask me that question. <laughs> I honestly felt, I felt accepted. You felt accepted? I did, yeah. And what I will tell you, because I know this is like, a, it's a, it's a popular topic. It's a, it's a, it's a really interesting question. When we were out on that field playing against those, because there were a lot of HBCUs that had predominantly white players. Right. When those players were on the field calling us inward, right. It wasn't half of me was enraged or oh that that that, that, that don't apply to me. Right. You know, I'm only half. Right. We're all fighting. Right. So that's why for me it's like whatever color my skin is, baby. Let's go. Let's start up. Let's go. Because you're not going to talk to us like that. Right. So half or not. How was it? All right. Let me go ahead and deal with this right quick. Folks, racism does not exist to folks like Brittany Renner until they need it to. They wish they could fit in with the white side. They wish they could fit in with the white side of the family. Ain't nobody trying to hear them over there, so... The only place they can be heard is among black folks. So they never mention racism. It never gets mentioned. It never gets talked about. Black folk getting killed all over the damn place. They're dead silent. It's only when acknowledging racism is convenient, i.e. when they're in front of real black folk, all of a sudden they talk about the time they got called nigger back in high school or got called nigger back in college. But after that, they are dead silent. By the way, it's very interesting that Brittany would say that. Very interesting that Brittany would say that about the HBCUs, they had white quarterbacks and whatnot and calling them niggas over there. Very interesting that she would say that. Very interesting. And she's trying to let you know that, oh, she was on top of the game about racial identity and things like that. So glad that she said that. Soccer aside, you're not on the soccer field. You walk into class, you're in the student center, or you're in the yard. I mean, what, so what was, how did the women, how did the women at Jackson State treat Brittany? I felt very much accepted. I feel like black people are the most accepting people on this planet. And if they don't accept you, it's just not going to talk with you. <laughs> That's why I'm like, hey, I'm both, so I can say that. Right. Okay, uh, I've seen both sides. Right. And I feel like they're the most understanding, the most compassionate, the most accepting, the most open. We always know that they, we always know that the mixed chicks never take advantage of that, don't they? Shout out Halle Berry. Black when convenient, but by the way, I'm so glad she said that. Black people are the most accepting people. Glad she said that. That's why I'm like, hey, I'm both, so I can say that. Right. Okay, uh, I've seen both sides, right. and I feel like they're the most understanding, the most compassionate, the most accepting, the most open. I read that you led Jackson State to the first ever SWAC soccer championship in 2010. Tournament MVP. And freshman of the year. And freshman of the year. Mm -hmm. Did you ever think about pursuing soccer professionally? 
Oh man. You met a guy. Oh, man. And guess what? He was white. Yeah, hold up, hold up. Time out. Wasn't she the chick who just told us about the white quarterbacks at these other schools who were calling them nigga bees? Wasn't she just saying that? See, that's why I let the thing roll on. See, this way you gotta have somebody who actually listens to the whole interview, people. If you want to know how pearly things got caught up. By the way, there's videos out there now that have millions of views talking about pearly things. Never mentioned me one time, by the way. So the fear is real, but I digress. I'm perfectly fine by that. You, you know, y'all being scared of me, let me know I'm on the right track. But by the way, um, yeah, this is why I listened to the whole interview because I want you all to understand while everybody's talking about the 35 guys, nobody is talking about this part. By the way, no one's talking about this part where she tells you, by the way, yeah, I didn't pursue soccer and whatnot because I I started dating the white quarterback at the school. I started dating the white quarterback. Oh, you ain't mentioned of that, huh? Didn't say anything about that. Nothing about that at all. But she's got a whole lot to say otherwise. That's the reason why I'm doing tonight's program here. Doing tonight's program because, as you all know, she's very bombastic. She keeps going in that vein. There's a reason for that. There's a reason for that because they have been led and been conditioned to think that kind of thing is okay. Led and condition to think that kind of thing is okay. What I want to do here, I want to go ahead and jump forward to later in the interview. We got some more things they talk about here that I want you to hear about. So when there are these breakups or there was somebody who was maybe dating with ill intentions, when that stuff happens, it can get pretty messy. Right. Right. It can get messy, especially when you don't. Okay, let me back up a little bit here because she was upset about Deion Sanders. When Deion Sanders brought her to Jackson State to speak to his players, she was upset about that. She didn't like that. She's telling Shannon that she didn't like that the way that it was portrayed in the media. I was bullied when she went to go talk to those players when Deion Sanders asked her to come to Jackson State. situation that I would know nothing about considering that I'm not a woman. So I don't know what's going because me because you know he'll have no fury like a woman's scorn. Oh so, really? But don't try to correlate. No, 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 I'm just I don't I don't I'm not a woman. So you're asking me It's just the way you know why you say it. No why what do you mean why how why I said how did I say it? Okay. We don't need to Here, no hate whatsoever. We gotta just put it on bricks. 
Y'all know how y'all are, by the way. You got a light-skinned chick who's been run through? Dude. Not Norman Bates, Norma Bates. I mean, I'm asking you. So this is your information. It's not, it's not one to that response. I'm asking you as a man to speak to a situation that I don't know nothing about considering that I'm not a woman. So I don't know what's going on. Because me, sure things have happened, but I have to move it along. I don't get the luxury of being able to be scornful and to lash out or to retaliate. If someone says, don't call me again, I don't have the luxury of calling you again because that is harassment. Shannon Sharp called me harassment. I'm going to be in the paper. I'm going to lose my job. So you can understand that I, 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 I'm speaking to things that I, I don't have the luxury of being able to do. Uh, yes, but you also, because I've listened to a few of your videos yeah. to this day, where you are very good about whenever you're dating like this in private, yeah. you don't like to be public. Yeah. Just, just like you said, if you date in private, Yes. So, you know what? I think that's a very good thing right there. Here's the whole issue, though. What if you're a person who's not very well known? So you see, every aspect of your life has to be made public because you don't actually have anything that you're doing. When a person doesn't have any accomplishments, they talk about their relationships all damn day. They sit up here and go on podcasts, talk about their relationships all damn day. They're in the tabloids, their relationships out there all over the damn place. Well, yeah, because when nothing's going on, that's all you've got all that's offered. So, rather interesting she would say that. What you doing in Yeah. 
lot of people, male or female, don't have a lot to lose. So when they're on a breakup, or if there was somebody who was maybe dating with ill intentions, when that stuff happens, it can get pretty messy. Right. Right. It can get messy, especially when you don't have that much love for yourself. Because you're like, oh, this person was my way out. So now I'm going to out them or post screenshots. Like there's been so much stuff that we can do that we see players and certain things. Right. When you, I remember where I'm trying to think. I don't know if you said it on a radio show or TV show about your dating time. One day, two day, three day, four day, twenty four hours, forty hours. Did you think about the ramifications of how people, men? Women, everybody would look at you because. Did you all hear that? I heard that you, you said that you were with two men, three men, four men over the course of a 24, 48 hour period. Folks, I mean, of course, which, yeah, you can learn from experiences both good and bad, but what I'm saying is, what the hell you got to teach anybody? When four after four dudes done trampled you down and then did the Boston stomp on your drawers in a day, what do you have to teach other than this is the kind of person we don't want to be like? After listen, ladies, let me explain something to you, okay? Let me explain something to you. After people find out that you a toss up, you're a pass around. After they find out that you've done all this stuff, just understand something: nobody's gonna listen to you. And the reason they're not going to listen to you is because no female wants to end up like you. So you don't have any lessons to teach. You don't have anything to teach. Shannon, wrap up the interview. We ain't got enough. She's got nothing else to tell you. There isn't another chick in the room who wants to end up like this. You don't have anything to teach them. This is like telling both, man, I smoked a bunch of crack and smoked up all my damn money. Okay, you ain't got nothing to teach them. They're not listening to you. They're not listening to you. All you're doing is sitting up here and airing your dirty laundry. There are no females. There are no men. There's nobody out there saying, oh, tell me more. Can you give me more details? Can you give me more details about what happened and how it happened? Nobody wants to hear that. Once you say that, that's it. You've been disqualified. Folks are going to laugh at you. People are going to snicker behind your back. They're going to mock you behind your back. Or they're going to mock you in your face. But you're delusional if you think anybody's going to sit here and say, oh, tell me more. I need to hear more details. Let me find out what you learned. All they're going to say is you got to be the dumbest son of a gun if you let four niggas sit up here and trash your drawers in a day. If you let four dudes run through you in a damn day and then you're going to come back to us talking about, look, let me tell you what I learned. Let me tell you what I know. What you need to know is sit your ass down and be quiet. You ain't got nothing to teach. Nothing. You want to know why folks are giggling and laughing and mocking and doing programs about how bad it is? That's why. Ladies, if you trash yourselves enough, if you do enough stupid stuff, anyway, there's a reason why nobody asks porn chicks for relationship advice. <sighs> There's a reason that people don't ask 
porn chicks about how how to turn their lives around and how to improve their love lives and how to get a proper relationship. They're, they're, people don't even want to hear what you got to say. They don't give a damn if you got religion, you gone to church, you got born again. Let me. Do you all know, I've talked, you all know, even right here on the business, I've talked to a number of chicks who are in porn, were in porn or whatever. All of them act like they got something to teach you. Shout out Bethany Benz. They all act like they got something to teach you. And there's not a single female who thinks that Bethany Benz got a damn thing to teach them. Let me show you what I did wrong. Maybe anybody is new? Not going to work. Brittany, go ahead and just throw it all out there. It's not going to get any worse. You got nothing to teach. In the chat room, Mia Khalifa. What's she going to teach? These are the, There are no group of females talking about, you know what? I really need to know the facts of life from Mia Khalifa, though. Ooh, Mia, tell me how bad it can get. You have disqualified yourself. You can sit there and be delusional if you want to. Disqualify yourself. Brittany, this is all for entertainment, baby. This is all for entertainment. When you talk about men and your views on men, eh, once you throw that number out there, once you let everybody know that a bunch of dudes done seen you naked, at that point, the men don't listen and the women have checked out. Recognize when you have lost your audience. They don't want to sit here and hear about, I slept with so many dudes, I got a yeast infection. They don't even want, but it's like, baby, we didn't want to hear the details about this. No, let me tell you so you can learn from my experience. I damn your experience. We didn't need all that. There's nobody who said, you know what, well, I really didn't know whether or not you got a yeast infection for the whole thing. That's what I need to know. I need to know that. We got over 2,300 people in here listening live right now. With only 1,000 likes. I guess I'm upsetting all the light-skinned folk tonight. I guess I am. I wouldn't want to sit here and defend you too long now, would I? So Brittany is letting you know, it's like, hell, we can't even make it to the interview without going into the gruesome details. You said it on a radio show or TV show about your dating times. With women, one man, two men, three men, four men, once in 24 hours, 40 hours. Did you think about the ramifications of how people men, women, everybody would look at you because or does that not bother you? Or you learn to tune that out? So you're referring to what is, or I can actually recall a pinpoint perfect for you. There was a video that I did in my car where I was talking about how I had sex with, was it three men in a, a day yes. and then I ended up getting a yeast infection? Yes. That was, I came out pretty unscathed for just a yeast infection. Right. Considering what I could have gotten, right. uh, it wasn't that you know. Oh man, I hope you put it on. I mean, they I was, I was I, I was on birth control for ten years before I had my son. I got all of it because it was a conversation with my child's father. Right. 
So I, I again, the whole trapping thing, can't trap a loving baby. And on top of that, I never wanted to have a I think the kids is crunch dollars. You never wanted a baby daddy. You wanted to be a mom. You didn't want yes. to be a baby mom. You wanted to be a mom. That's why I waited until I had my baby when I was 29. I thought I was doing it right. I thought that was my guy. And I, I never really liked kids. I always thought I referred to them as crunch dollars, to be honest. She referred, I never wanted to have kids. I referred to them as crotch goblins. I never wanted to have kids. I referred to them as crotch goblins. Got laid out there though. I mean, this is, you, you hear this kind of thing with the mixed chicks. This is the way they see that. I mean, I'm not beating up on y'all. I'm just saying, can we just be honest for a moment here? Y'all know to get down. They, 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 they can, they can have some of these, you know, really quirky, eclectic senses of humor about things, but they really don't have a filter because they feel so entitled. They feel so entitled that they don't think they need a filter. But their life is a journey of hopping from one contempt to another. To the point that she's sitting here in front of millions of people doesn't have enough sense to not say what she just said. What did you think about the ramifications yeah. of telling people that I had sex multiple times? Yes, I don't care, it's true. If you don't, if you don't see me as a potential dating one less time to break. Leave me alone, and I'm going to continue to listen but you, to you. But you do understand, Brittany, that's hard for a man. Look, like you said, public versus private. Now, if you and I have a conversation, and we're, you're sitting Harris. Shout out Kamala Harris. A bunch of dark-skinned black women were all around her, and yet she was the one running the damn yard. And that's the way it is everywhere. Oh, I'm going to get in trouble tonight. I'm going to get in trouble. I got to. Oh, am I really going to get in trouble tonight? Man, you know what? I'm not going to say what I'm thinking. I am not going to say what I'm thinking. I'm not going to say what I'm thinking all of good because let me just be quiet. There are other examples. I can't say it. I can't say it. I got a specific reason that I can't say it. Jason, you ain't never back down. There's a specific reason I can't say it. Maybe one of these days I'll come out and just say it. Well, I'll tell you this. It's because there's a certain set of ears that I know So they got a superiority complex and you give it to them. You give it to them. They had to fight for it. You just handed it straight to them and gave it to them. So no wonder she wants to boss up on you. No wonder she talking crazy. No wonder they think they can play both sides of the fence. It's the females who make them feel like they can play both sides of the fence. 
Arius, you you Arius, you hit nothing. Like I say, you hit nothing. One one of these days I might get to it, but you, you hit nothing. You hit nothing. Number six. Now this one, oh brother, this is a huge one. This one, man. Let me tell you something. This one right here, Brittany is not an outlier. This is the rule, not the exception. They think they know it all. They think they know it all. They think they know it all. I mean, they have made every mistake known to man, then screwed up to irreparable proportions. And let me go talk to Shannon Sharp and show you what I know. Well, yeah, you see, the problem is you all made dark skin mistakes. Well, I'm light skinned. So you see, my mistakes are different. My mistakes are better than yours. I made light skin mistakes. That's why I don't talk among the non-black people. I made light skin mistakes. You made dark skin mistakes. You made dark skin mistakes. I didn't make those. You did. You did. You know what? Let me go ahead and say it. Angela Yee. Niggas kissed her damn ass forever. Never will forget the time that Umar Johnson was on The Breakfast Club. You know, I'm probably blowing up a bunch of bridges right now, but you know what? Let me just go ahead and be all the real. You want to know what I wanted to say? This is what I wanted to say. What I wanted to say was Angela Yee. That's what I wanted to say. And yeah, I do some advertising over there and stuff. I, I guess I'm going the DJ Academics route today. Let me just go ahead and say that. They was kissing, y'all, niggas was kissing Angela Yee's ass. And she ain't the only one. But kissing her damn ass. Jamila Lemieux and the rest of them go up there, old sister girl kissing her ass. Umar Johnson went up there talking about racism in the Asian community. Angela Yee told him, period, point blank, I've never seen that in my family. She sat right there for the big-ass Umar Johnson when he talked about racism in the Asian community and told him straight out, I've never, among Asians, I've never seen that in my family. Looked him dead in his face and refuted him when he said that. So I ain't trying to sit up here and kick up no beehives or anything, but let me just go ahead and just say that since we're talking about the light-skinned chicks who leave the dark-skinned females, by the way, when you go over there on one of those, oh, you want more proof? Everything I said on here, entitled, narcissistic, emotionally imbalanced, sexually deranged. Have y'all, you know Angela Yee's little podcast, right? That ain't nothing but a triple X-rated garbage fest. Vulgar language, disgusting language, 
the language over there isn't just sexually explicit, it is sexually disgusting. Men don't like to listen to that program because the sexual language is so over the damn top. That's all they do. I'm not exaggerating. Anybody who's listening to her damn uh, YouTube program, y'all know it's like, oh, what the hell? That thing is a landfill. And the dark-skinned females, he he ha with her sitting right there leading them and, and cheerleading that. She sits right there and cheerleads it, and the dark-skinned females, yeah, they followed up behind her. Ain't none of them checking her or nothing. Ain't checking her a damn thing. Just sitting right there watching. Y'all want to know what emboldened her to do that? It wasn't the black men. She got smoked for Charlemagne. She got smoked for Gucci Mane. The black female, she cool with y'all. She's cool with you. Everything great with you. Everything's great with the females. No problem with them whatsoever. Yeah, because you sitting there heeing and, and yucking it up and clapping. It's the men she got smoked for. She got the smoke for the dark-skinned black men. That's who she got. That's who she got smoke for. The females are letting her be the damn representative. And I'm just saying, by the way, I couldn't help it. This is a pattern of behavior. Whoever the mixed chick is, she gonna run it. Whoever the mixed chick is, whoever the light-skinned chick is, she gonna run it. That's the problem. That's the problem. Wrong. Madam Stacks, ma'am, you missed the whole first half of the program. Just good thing YouTube can let you rewind. You need to get caught up. You need to get caught up. But they think they know it all. They think they know it all. Shannon Sharp is sitting here telling her what the deal is. And she's sitting up here bucking up on him. He's telling her what the deal is, and she's giving him the crazy eyes and bucking up on him, telling him what she can get and what she can do. I'm not average. Meanwhile, your body count, your sexual history, your over mobility is all average. But she's bucking up on him. An NFL athlete who done been there, seen that, done it all, and she's trying to tell him, you don't know. That's not right. Then we can see the dudes you with. We can already see the man is already correct in what he has said here. Take a look at the quality of the fellas you've been with. It was all downhill after Drake. And she's still telling you that she knows it all. I know it all. I got this. Just listen to me. I'll tell you what it is. She's taken L after L, loss after loss, and is, I mean, bold with it. And by the way, and one more thing. There's not a single female in America who wishes to repeat Brittany Renner's career path. Not a single one. 
There isn't a single female in America who wishes to repeat her sexual history. Not a single one. Maybe you ain't got nothing to teach. You got more learning to do. What? She just became a damn single mom. And now she's the professor? Shouldn't she have to get 10 or 20 years of not being stupid under her belt before she can sit up here and try to instruct people? Hell no. She's sitting there with a damn baby on a damn hip telling you what you need to know. And telling you, I made zero mistakes. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's right over here. Next up, here's the real problem that they have. Their egos are outrageously bloated. And that's the reason that they're so easily manipulated and deceived. When you don't have integrity, when all you've got is impulsiveness and entitlement, understand something, impulsiveness and entitlement, there's a critical element that those two characteristics lack, discipline. You can be entitled with no discipline. You can be emotionally impulsive with no discipline. You can be reckless with no discipline. And these are the things that characterize them. And so when you got somebody who thinks they know it all, but they so clearly don't, don't you know that in reality, they are the biggest fool in the room? They're the biggest fool in the room. Baby, if you were so smart, how the hell did you get pregnant by P.J. Washington? He leads nothing. He was admired by no one. He wasn't a leader among men. There wasn't anybody saying, damn, how did she bag P.J. Washington? What? Because he's significantly younger than her. This is a guy that you were leading. He's not leading anything. You got pregnant by a follower. That's how you know your draws is trash. You got pregnant by a follower, not a leader. P.J. Washington should have never been able to get the time of day from you. He's not leading. You supposed to be talking to James Harden or somebody like that. You ain't supposed to be talking to damn P.J. Washington. But that's all you could get, and you had to groom him. That's all you could get, and you had to groom him. And the reason that your body count is so high is because that's how easily manipulated you've been since you were 18 years old. Any fellow who wants it knows exactly what to say. He knows exactly what to say because he knows you're sitting there you're emotional and waiting to be told that you're right. Now, she might have got with James Harden, but James Harden didn't get with her. She had to go get pregnant by PJ. No, Harden wasn't trying to claim that. He was just like, hey, let me see what that craziness do. Let me see what that crazy eyes do. It's like, oh, okay, 
Yeah, his turn. All right, let me get back out here and go find me a real broad. Let me go find me a female who's worth something. Let me find me a chick who about something. But she never figured it out because she wants to believe she's so much smarter than she actually is. And meanwhile, if you were really that damn bright, then your body count wouldn't be that high because every man, every unworthy man who was able to bed you is proof that you ain't nearly as smart as you tell yourself. That's what that high number means. 35 means you dumb as hell. That's what that number means. 35 means that you are easily bedded, you, which means that you are easily manipulated and easily deceived. That's why that number matters so damn much. That's why it is so damning. That's why it's so devastating. And that's the reason why after all this time you're sitting here and you are mad as hell about it because you know that that number represents your competence. A competent female doesn't let dozens of unworthy men lay on top of her. That's not what a competent female does any more than a competent male takes care of dozens of unworthy females. You can't be a public utility and a public commodity and also be competent. You can't be someone who is easily manipulated and easily deceived and also be competent. Those are contradictions. You can't have it. It doesn't work that way. That's why you're so damn triggered when Shannon sits up here and tells you that because you listen to a real damn athlete, a fellow with credentials, a fellow who you know is telling the truth, and he's just laying it on the line for you. Yeah, Brittany can go bag. Yo, somebody check into our stepdaddy season. Look here. Brittany can go bag somebody. Yeah, a dude that other females are not competing for. She can go get that. But that's not what she wants. She's telling you, I don't want average. Okay, but if you're getting a dude that nobody's competing for, he's average. Let me tell y'all something. Money doesn't disqualify you from being a pookie. There are plenty of poop, there are plenty of paid pookies. Stop the nonsense. You don't have to be broke to be a pookie. There's plenty of paid pookies. Shout out future. There's plenty of paid pookies. You take a look at these rappers, you take a look at the NFL, you take a look at the NBA. There's plenty of paid pookies. Just because a fella might not be broke, that doesn't mean he ain't a pookie. But do you know what all pookies have in common? All pookies are betas. There's no such thing as an alpha pookie. All pookies are betas. All pookies let females lead them. 
all pookies get got. All pookies get deceived. That's why Future got so many kids by so many women. And the women kind of run the yard over there. You see, when you have discipline, the females ain't running you. When you don't, the females run you. So poop, just because a fella ain't broke, that doesn't mean he's not a pookie. Just because a fella got millions of dollars, that doesn't mean he's not a pookie. Just because a fella's well paid, that has nothing to do with his pookie credentials. That has nothing to do with his pookie credentials. His pookie pass is good. When you take a look at his status, is he a leader <laughs> among men? Is he a man that other men look up to and admire? Now there's the element that's missing. Does he move and talk among the men? Do the men know him? Do the men accept him as an alpha? It's not females who determine if a man is an alpha, it's other men who determine if he is. And women respond to the approval that they see that he gets from other men. That's how you know you ain't got a pookie. Take a look at how the other men respond to him when he talks to them. See, this is why Brittany doing all that damn jaw jacking isn't going to work. Ladies, you can't talk your beta buck broken dude into being an alpha. Brittany, you can't talk it up on that. You can't sit up here and call P.J. Washington your child's father and raise his status, raise his image. P.J. Washington has no status among the men. You running your mouth isn't going to give it to him. And any man who accepts you, you running your mouth is not going to increase his status either. He's got to come over here amongst us. We've got to weigh him. We've got to measure him. We got to ask him, what you doing over there? Hey, dude, Brittany. I mean, I don't blame you for the layup, but whoa. We taking her to the altar? What we doing? How are you going to be an alpha making beta home moves like that? Well, you see, what did you just don't know her heart. Okay, she found her a sucker. She found a sucker, but she hasn't found a man. Ladies, that's how you know. First of all, I don't even have to explain this to the women. The women know this. I don't even have to explain this to the women. The women know this. The women know that's what happens. The women know it. Every woman in here knows what a pookie is. She knows what a beta is. She knows when she got a guy who's not respected. And she knows when she's like, hey, I'm selling what the hell I can get. This, this right here is what I can get. Yeah, that's why he's not out there. Brittany doesn't have a man who is going to step to the front and represent her. Because Brittany doesn't have a man who's going to put his alpha credentials on the line. She tells herself her light skin privilege don't get that. First of all, the fella got to have some alpha credentials to risk. And Brittany ain't got it. And it's not coming. She ain't got it and it's not coming. And she knows it. That's why she's so ventilated and agitated and frustrated. She's like, hey, if I tell you how great I am, 
than any man I get with. That means how great he is. And you men don't raise their status that way. That's the reason why women value a productive, accomplished, innovative, creative, resourceful man. Because nobody can give that to us. This is why when the light-skinned chicks and the mixed chicks show up, baby, it's going to be a sexual free-for-all. Because she can't get what she wants in white society. And so it's going to be hammer and tone cutthroat over here. Because when a man is truly valuable, and valuable means that he is respected and admired among the other men. Brittany is talking to the damn wind. She's talking to a, she doesn't have a man. And if she did, she's talking to a bunch of men who don't admire him. He's supposed to be sitting there standing up with his own credentials. The fight's already over. If your woman has to sit up here and make your credentials for you, your credentials should be self-built. Folks should be able to look at you. You got to prove that on your own. That's why resourceful men are valued because women can't build us. They can't build us. We either come built or you ain't got it. It's not like finding diamonds. You can create diamonds. It's like finding antimatter. Either you got it or you don't. Either you have it or you don't. As a man, either you have those characteristics, you have those qualities, or you don't. So when she does find a man who's actually got it, and when she says his name, you get other people who admire him. So that's why they fight over NBA athletes, because they have some level of notoriety. Well, yeah, that works until we look under the hood. So that's why a fellow with a name is always valued, because that name takes some sort of building to it. It takes some sort of building. That's why they admire it. If you can get it. So if you have a fellow who's built a name, when you say his name, other people know who you're talking about. See, that's why a woman puffs her chest out. Because she doesn't have to sell his accomplishments. His accomplishments, his status, his abilities sell themselves. She ain't got to sit up here and be his public relations person. His, his, his status sells itself. That's when the woman sticks her chest out. She's like, yeah, he's mine. That's it right there. That's it right there. That's what she means by not average. Brittany Renner has a name and notoriety, even if it's envy. She isn't going to be happy with a man who ain't got that. I told y'all before. A woman can't be truly happy when she has more status and more notoriety than her man does. The worst thing in the world for you to be is a fellow with a chick who she's got more status and more name recognition than you do. She's not going to be happy with that. Knowing that her name opens doors and your name don't do nothing. A woman can't truly be pleased with that. She's on her last damn leg. She'll accept it, but only because she has no other options. If she has an option, she, well, she wants a fellow who, hey, your name needs to open up doors. 
Especially if she's a mixed chick. You know why? Because she's like, hey, nigga, I'm doing you a favor. Don't you all know that's where Britney really comes from? I'm doing you niggas a favor sleeping with you. I could have had Brad. I'm doing you niggas a favor sleeping with you. I could have had a zaddy. I even know how to talk to him. I could have had that. No, these, these are the things the mixed chicks won't tell you. To the fellas out there who don't have the experience and didn't know that, these, these are the things the mixed, mixed chicks know and the things they think and that they won't tell you. So now she's staring down the barrel, and the truth of the matter is she wants what every woman wants. She wants a man with status, and status is self-evident. Status doesn't have to be sold. Status is self-evident. As men, she wants to have a man that dudes look at him, and that's the way that goes. Let me go ahead and show you one more time. This is the picture, this picture over here on the right. You take a look at that. This picture over here on the right, you take a look at that. You take a look at that. You take a look at the way Brittany is next to uh next to Shannon. You take a look at the look on her face. Then you take a look at this look on her face. Come on now. Come on. You know what's going on. You know how she's feeling right there. She's feeling real girly right now, ain't she? Take a look at her. She's looking and feeling real girly right now, isn't she? Real girly. You take a look at that. What I'm trying to tell you is look at the expression on her face. The expression on her face. You see where she was over here? So when she got to get next to the man, she's like, this is nice. It's nice to be with someone who his masculinity and his accomplishments and his social status are self-evident. He's bigger than me, and I don't just mean physically. He's a man I can look up to, a man I can admire. I'll have to pretend and lie to myself. Take a look at the way she is looking like next to him. She's like, I could, I could be busy sharp. I can be busy sharp. In the chat room, darling, I gotta lay some negative vibes on you right quick. I gotta lay some negative vibes on you. The truth of the matter is that unfortunately in this society, mixed chicks get graded on a curve. But it's true. But it's true. That's one of the reasons they're as arrogant as they are. They get graded on a curve. You take the exact same dark-skinned female, all of the attributes being the same, including her nose, you just make her two shades lighter and she, if she was a four, she becomes a six. If she's a six, she automatically becomes an eight. But it's true. In this society, mixed chicks and light-skinned chicks, they get graded on a curve. So when you say, don't they have to be pretty? Eh, 
Ah. Well, 